I guess I can get it, don't you? A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rul Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rilkes, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversations. What a treat. Here we are back at IMAX Day 2023 and across from me at the table in the Event Design Collective podcast studio is Zulaika Martis. Zulaika, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ruth. Happy to be here. Right? Exciting. <laughs> I'm excited, yes. So, uh, do you remember when you became a certified event designer? Yes, I do. I remember it was at EMAC, yeah. uh, the MPI European conference. Meetings and events conference, yeah. And I had signed up for one of your workshops. Yeah. And I remember, like, within the first half hour, it's like a light bulb moment to me. Yeah. When you expect, uh, when you were talking about how to, in an analytic and logical way, describe the journey of an attendee or stakeholder. Yeah. And that was for me so clear, like, that's what I was missing in all my events. Exactly. That last point. Exactly. And uh, and rest is history. <laughs> so, the, 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 that year, it was 2017, yes. I signed up for the... Yeah. The university in Amsterdam course training exactly and a memorable one it was uh, it because was. that was the year that I think the project for MPI's World Education yes. Congress 2018 in Indianapolis was selected as the project we were going to work on and Miranda van Broek uh, project actually you know made the cut and for two days we were working on the design of MPI's WC 2018 in Indianapolis. And I was in her team, so... <laughs> exactly, right? So, um, if you want to see that event and, and you have an idea of how that was done, uh, we're happy to link that to the podcast link here below. Uh, um, we are actually at IMAX 2023, so it's, uh, you know, six My years later. My first one. Your very first one. Yes. Right? Um, and I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. Behind us, there are actually design sprints taking place for MPI's World Education Congress 2027 Destination Unknown. So it's a repeat of moves from seven years ago uh -huh. because the Indianapolis event was such a success thanks to the input from the team at the University of Amsterdam's EDC Level 3 program, but also the team at MPI went back and designed with their full team within a year together with the destination the World Education Congress, and it was sparked by some of your brain power together with your cohort colleagues. Yes. Right. How <laughs> cool is that? Uh, your first IMAX. This is the 20th IMAX, actually. Yeah. What are you experiencing here in Hall 9? Tell us. Hall 9? Um, I'm part of a MICE Ladies program, mm -hmm. so I followed their program. Yes. And the only thing I find it's a pity I was not able to follow other tracks because I'm a long time learner. Yes. And I love education. That's mm -hmm. so important. So I would have liked to 
see, see different more. things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's so much education going on. 150 sessions have exactly. been programmed. Uh, we're looking out onto the IMAX Ocean, Canyon, um, uh, Forest. Uh, I see the campfires, the valley room over there that MPI is hosting. Encore is across the hall. We're at the very end here at the Event Design Collective Studio. The theme of this event is human nature. And for two years, the theme was nature. And this year, they added human to nature. Can you feel the human nature of the events industry as you're strolling the hallways of IMEX as a space where the meetings and events industry gets together? It's not something that really came to mind because it's my first one so yes. everything is overwhelming you know yes, yes. it's visual it's mm -hmm. loud so mm -hmm. I've been so focused on that <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of distraction there's a lot going on yeah. Right? yeah yeah I mean hall 8 is seeing the world and all of its splendor in the meetings and events industry hall 9 is focused on education mm -hmm. um, it is true uh, the eye candy but also the sensory overload yes overload is part that I think after having been cooped up during COVID for quite some time, we have to get used to it again. Yeah. Right? Do you think things have changed in the events as we've went through that? Is that um, people take time to decide if they want to go to an event. Mm -hmm. They are more um, selective with their time. Mm -hmm. So it's very important when you create or build an event mm -hmm. that you, you design it, that it's so attractive that people need to go there, that yes. they have FOMO yes. and you have to be there. Yes. So yeah. that's one thing that I really noticed. Yeah. So now you've been applying this in the events industry, uh, in the IT events that you've been hosting for a number of years. Yeah. Um, how has becoming a certified event designer changed the way that you look at you know, consulting your clients or working with your event owners? Massively. Yeah. For me, it's the only way mm -hmm. because you look at an event from different stakeholders different yeah. sides and through empathy mapping and going through the pains and gains you get a sense of purpose why you're doing it and mm -hmm. why it's so important mm -hmm. and um, to make it successful mm -hmm. and that is for me just a gain and I'm so happy that I was able to follow this training and mm -hmm. It makes such a difference in all my my events, and when I look at other events, I notice that is lacking. Okay. It's like I am now, you know, I'm sorry, I'm so critical yeah. because yeah. I know that they didn't do this path where they didn't go through the steps to yeah. make sure yeah. that every element for an attendee works. It's interesting how you then start coding and decoding when you look at an event, right? You're almost exactly. like I always imagine what it's like if you're a composer of music and you go to a, to a concert and you see the notes on the sheet yeah. almost being interpreted, right, by this whole group of people, and you have this ability to to to, to decode it. That's right? exactly it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I've um, been ruined for life now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think together with you, we have some 700 other certified event designers. And 700 now, wow. And it's amazing how many people have shown up here at IMAX during our, during our event, um, you know, dur during the show. Oh, really? It's so exciting to meet everyone in person again. 
quite a few of them have gone through our online cohorts and haven't been able to meet face to face yet. Ah. Uh, we were just talking to a, a colleague, you know, a certified event designer from Thailand, from the Thailand Convention Bureau, who, um, you know, all we met was online, and now, you know, two years later, all of a sudden, you know, we meet in person. Mm. Uh, and again, so it's, this community is a treat. So mentioning as event owners, events. Um, different media that are being used today that are different from before or what what kind of shifts are you seeing in the events that you're doing today well I see that podcast is um, you know more a trend mm -hmm. a few years ago it wasn't but after COVID because people took time to listen in the car or at home mm -hmm. and uh, I just see it with my husband when he's mm -hmm. on a treadmill he listens to a podcast yeah. <laughs> And um, I think it's the best way to gain quick information and knowledge. Yeah. And I think having just one uh, stimulus in terms of it's only audio, it only reaches your ear, yeah. right? It was, it was interesting to see the, the uptake on audio connection uh, without the video part uh, during this moment of isolation during COVID, right? Because yeah. people did have some sensory overload with you know, being on computers for too long or, and just having an audio, which is much more easy to consume as you're roaming around the house or Correct. in a car, or it only takes one sense to listen to an audio podcast. Yeah. It also leaves the brain to imagine the circumstance in which it happens, True. right? Now, people might hear behind us some noises because we're live at the trade show. We're in this little audio bubble right now. Um, how is it for you to be in this trade show which is noisy right there's a lot of conversations going on yeah. to have this little bubble of a conversation how is that experience i like it i like it with the, the headphones because mm -hmm. it um, you know drums out the noise yes but i still hear you and yeah. full attention yeah. yeah so yeah i think there's power in focus yeah um, and the focus of of audio is is a specific one we're keen to hear from our uh, listeners as well um, what are some of the things that you like and dislike about this podcast, right? Because that will help us to improve it over time. And we try to do these live editions as well because I think there's a different dynamic when people meet in person. Yeah. Also in the in the sensory perception. Exactly. In the listener, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you were asking me about the trend that I was uh, seeing. Mm -hmm. uh, they also now use podcasts to um, promote an event. Okay. So... What you're now seeing is the journey towards an event is more important. Mm -hmm. Before it was, I'll say pre-COVID, it was just the event, but it's yeah. now also going through the event that you keep and start engaging with, uh, yeah. with the attendees, yeah. which I really like. Yeah, and I think the, uh, the backstage conversations that you have with you know, speakers, participants, past experience, exactly. and people that have never been. Uh, I mean... A gem for the team at IMAX uh, when they're designing their future editions is having perceptions like you're having as a first-time attendee at IMAX. Yeah, I cannot have that experience anymore because no. I've been to <laughs> 20 of them and and a number in in, in in IMAX America, and I don't know better. Right? Yeah. This is this is my homing device for the yearly reconnection with you know the events industry family. Yeah, and looking through the first-time visitors' eyes is a very invaluable insight for them yeah. to actually consider. Because this is a rebranded version. If you look at the whole branding, we're going to do a session about that tomorrow with the team at IMAX. Um, for you, this is 
it's not new. It's well, it's it's it, all new, and yeah. you don't see the past. You only see what's from here forward. Exactly. Right? And what I noticed, uh, the hosted buyer lounge, mm -hmm. is an oasis of calm and yeah. peace. Yeah. But what they just did during lunch to have a band playing, you yeah. can hear it now, yeah. and it just disrupted the whole calmness there because people are working or have a meeting and mm -hmm. to me I think that is too much sensory overload because okay. I loved it when you walk in there it's like oh it's so cool. Oasis of silence. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what they say. I mean, you can find busy places everywhere, but finding an oasis of peace is very difficult to achieve, right? And I think this is exactly what you yeah. know, the type of feedback that's critical to have to yeah. know how to deal with that in person. So, Especially when you have that, what's that friendly word? You try to um, make sure that people that are sensitive to overload, to, ha to give them a space. space where they just have. Quiet space. Quiet, yeah. yeah. Which is really important. Well, I think the quiet space is something we can create as well, right? Uh, the white noise in the background that, that, that is also the chatter that keeps us focused is an interesting concept. So, um, um, as we said, you have a busy schedule that you're still upcoming. At this afternoon, you are back into the, back into the road tracks of being a hosted buyer at IMAX. Uh, thank, thank you so much for you know appearing as a guest here and reconnecting with us here seven thank years you, after being together in uh, no six, a long gap exactly, like this no. anymore, right? We need to connect more often. Yeah. See you at IMAX. See and you're you at in the Hague spaces. now, so I have to visit. Absolutely, we have an event design lab in exactly. the Hague, and this is a great way for us to reconnect and, yeah. and uh, have sessions there as well. So, yeah. thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Excellent. <laughs> thank you, Zuleika. Thank you. You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag Design to Change and hashtag Event Canvas. Want more thought-provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation.